into the contest. It's Wednesday, the 20th of October. Welcome to Afternoon Sport. Tim Gilbert here. Shane Lee, I hear there's birthday candles in the house. There is, mate. My uh, beautiful daughter, Abby, turns 11 today, mm. so she thought she'd get up at 5 o'clock this morning. She wanted to open up <laughs> a present. <laughs> so it was an early start in the Lee household today. Yeah, the, the big the big contest there is, have you actually wrapped the presents? Because <laughs> sometimes it can be a very late exercise. Well, a very happy birthday to Abby today. There's a stack of sport about, of course, um, so much rugby league talk. There is, isn't there? There always is in the, in the weeks mm. following the season. The AFL Collingwood makes a call on their back line. And in the NBA, this Ben Simmons saga continues. Let's get into it. Now, there's nothing like a healthy head of hair. Shane, when I first met you, those blonde flowing locks, well, they had a life of their own. Yes, Timmy. As they say, look after your hair and everything else will take care of itself. Now, I've got something for you too, Timmy, even with that silver fox look. It's called main hair care. Oh, main hair care. I know it. I absolutely love it. Yes, mate. Specialised men's hair care. Targeting scalp conditions to stimulate scalp and over time improve growth. Oh, it's a fantastic product. It really is. I also note that it's all Australian, fully organic ingredients, Shane. Yep. Not only will you look good, but the scent is just wonderful. Main hair care. I'm going to get it on today. And that's spelled M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. Now, Shane, NRL, let's start with the Rugby League because Greg Alexander's come out and said to the Dolphins, do not go overboard with the signing of Wayne Bennett. Look, they're looking at a three-year, well, arguably four-year contract, which includes this year. He is knocking on the door of 76 years of age by the end of that contract. It makes a bit of sense. It does, mate. Greg, Greg Alexander, very, very good advice. And, you know, he said that there's no point signing a four-year contract with a guy, as you said, who will finish when he's 76. Um, you can always review his contract um, in the second year. And if it's going well, well, then you can extend it. But, um, yeah, Wayne Bennett's 99% sure that the, uh, the contract will have some ink on it this week. Um, and that all being well, he'll kick off training November 1, which is really soon. I love horse racing, and, and I don't mind a punt. 99%. Why do people ever bother saying 99%? You, you know, <laughs> what, why? What is, it just has to eke another couple of bucks out the back door. That's it. Uh, Tarek Sims looks like he's going to stay with the Dragons. Yeah, it's an um, interesting one. That one, He's only got one year left on his contract, um, mm. which is $800,000 a year. Um, he has done a bit of shopping around at other clubs, but hasn't been able to to find a deal as yet. So it looks like he'll play one more year, which is good for the Dragons, but uh, probably not great for his future. And it's an interesting story, this one, because mm. uh, he played so well in the state of origin and, and one of the yep. form players, particularly at the start of the competition with the Dragons. And then he sort of got the feeling that they didn't really want him. But now, uh, come this time of the year, uh, this might be you know being seen from both sides, his side and the Dragons. So they might have found a, a couple of extra dollars. So, look, I think he's still a very valuable player, hard-running forward. Um, yeah, Tarek Sims. And, of course, George Burgess has joined the Dragons, had a bit of drama mm. um, with the courts recently himself. Uh, West Tigers, Joey Leilua. Now, we saw... The, the documentary about the West Tigers. He's come out and had a real crack at Michael Maguire on Instagram. I don't know whether this is very clever. No, not very clever at all, but uh, he's really laid into Maguire. He basically said that um, Maguire never accepts any responsibility for the, the defeats. 
Um, and he said he was only offered a sort of train and, and play contract from $800,000 a year to $1,000, I think, a week. So a big drop in his pay. Um, and he said he would never, ever play for someone um, like Madge. So big, strong words, and I don't think that's very bright at all. Yeah, 800000 to to 1000 bucks a week. I think someone's sending you a mm. message there, aren't they? <laughs> like that, that, is, <laughs> yeah. that is a haircut with double blades. Uh, now, Collingwood. <laughs> Collingwood needs success. Uh, you know, we don't have to go, far, go back that far to see where they almost won a grand final, but... It has been a pretty dry old argument for Collingwood and, and they, they've made changes both in the back room and with their coaching staff and now they're, they're making changes on the field. They are, mate, and I think this is really, really positive for Collingwood. Um, they've lacked a lot of direction from the board downwards in the last couple of years and Craig McRae, the new coach, is moving quickly to, to lock in his back line. He's done that with a trio of um, John Noble, Jack Madgen and um, Tom Wilson. Um, he's got his back line in now and giving some stability around the club, which the club has really, really lacked in the last couple of years. So I think it's really, really positive signs for Collingwood Football Club. Yeah, and now cricket. A sad day for the world of cricket. I loved watching the emergence of the Sri Lankan cricket team through the 70s and 80s and Julep Mendes and, the you know, Ravi Ratnaika and, you know, all those guys that played. And we've seen the passing of their... First ever test captain. Yeah, Bandula uh, Wanapura died um, age 68, um, sadly. Uh, he captained the team in, in their first test match. He also captained four other test matches. Um, and he played in the 1975 and 1979 World Cups. And, um, yeah, a sad day for a guy who really started and, and – um, was there at the founding of, of Sri Lankan cricket. Yeah, because they've gone on to be a powerhouse. It's sort of a little bit lean sure. lean at the moment, but, you know, revolutionised that batting up the top, didn't they, with uh, mm. Kalawitharana and uh, Sangakara. And, uh, yeah, look, they won the World Cup. In, you, you were part of that team in 1996. Yeah. Uh, although there was a bit of bad blood between the two sides, uh, uh, they've had some wonderful moments. They definitely have, mate, and uh, a very, very good cricketing nation, and uh, and they'll bounce back. They're uh, very passionate, when, particularly when you play over there, mate. They let you know that uh, you're on their turf, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Ben Simmons, uh, it's almost embarrassing and boring to mention his name, but he's been kicked out of training. Um, look, he, he just looks like someone that doesn't want to be there, doesn't he? And he's doing everything... Uh, in his power to try and upset, sort of get the coach offside. Yeah, he's, he's pissed off the, the coach, Doc Rivers, again. Um, he's finally come back to training after a sort of two-week hiatus. Um, he's already $1.87 million in contract fines um, this year. As we mentioned yesterday, he's still got $200 million and four years owing on his contract. But Doc Rivers said, mate, this is not, I'm not here to babysit, mate. If you don't want to be here and, and even do a simple drill, go home. And he did. He dropped his ball and left. Oh, talk about throwing the, the, the toys out. Yep. I wonder if there's a bigger issue there. I don't want to get too tough on him, but it, it just is dragging on this whole thing, isn't it? Um, it's hard to like. Tennis, Roger Federer, uncharted territory. I mean, the guy's nearly as old as you, uh, so you <laughs> would think his rankings are going to drop. Soon you might just come past him because of your, uh, your you know, getting fit for your battle with with Brett on the tennis court. Well, he's actually we we share a birthday, Timmy, the eighth of August. So he's um okay. exactly eight years younger than me. But um he's forty now. For the first time, he uh, he's dropped out of the top ten. Um yeah, coming back from this uh, debilitating knee injury. Um, it's sad to say, I don't think we're ever going to see Roger. Definitely, we won't see him win another tournament. I don't think. But uh, let's hope he goes out gracefully because he's been an absolute superstar of the tennis world. Oh, mate, he's 40. Yeah. He's 40 yep. years of age. Uh, 
it's time. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the seniors tour. It's it's a modern phenomenon. And I, I know that nutrition has a lot to do with it. And, you know, players can play well into their 30s. But at some point, at some point, Father Time mm. is going to tap you on the shoulder. It doesn't matter what sport you play, apart, maybe apart from lawn bowls. Yeah, well, look, he's always been a guy that's been very, very light on his feet. Um, and for that reason, he's had very little injuries. He put, doesn't put much impact on his body and his joints. Um, but there's knee injuries really, really struggling to get past. And, you know, we saw what it did to Andy Murray. You know, he went from number number one or two in the world down to 176. So Roger's currently at 11th, but um, he's on the slide, mate. Yeah, and Andy Murray, we're remembering he's 34, which yep. is probably towards the end, but uh, a lot younger than 40 years of age. Novak Djokovic, he's refusing. He's got a real love-hate relationship with Australia, doesn't he? He takes all the silverware home, but he, <laughs> uh, you know, there's plenty, plenty of administrators that don't like the guy. He's refusing to reveal his COVID-19 vaccination status, and and because of that, could could well miss the Australian Open. Yeah, I don't want to reveal mine either, but I can't get in the pub if I don't show my green pass, mate. Um, look, the the two it, you wear it on your right. head, you put your sticker on your head. I'm right, I'm okay. Well, Schooner News saying it's a private matter, and yeah, yes, it is. But um, the Australian Open are two weeks away from trying to either mandate uh, compulsory vaccines. Um, if not, they're going to have other um, rules for for the guys who are not. So he said he's waiting on that, and he'll and he'll see and make a decision whether the nine-time um, champion of the Australian Open and defending champion returns or not. Well, unfortunately or fortunately, it, it's mm. not a private matter anymore because mm. uh, someone's status because of this pandemic is having an impact on everything around them. It has an impact on the sport they play, the place they work, so on and yep. so forth. So, uh, look, we've seen an American sports presenter walk away from her job because she didn't want to get the vaccine. Yeah, I really feel for this girl. Alison Williams is her name, and um, she worked um, for ESPN. Um, she's a sideline commentator um, in the NFL, and... Her and her husband are trying to have their second child. They're, they're having troubles having the second child. So she didn't want to have the vaccine. She doesn't want to put anything in her body. That could potentially, you know, stop her from having, you know, the, the second child. So um, she's walked away from a job, which is, yeah, that's a big call. Yeah, and it's, it is very difficult, mm. isn't it? It's a difficult time yeah, for a lot of people because, you know, everyone's got their own worries, their own issues, the things that play on their mind. And we're not all doctors or scientists or epidemiologists. So to try to work that out, it, yeah, I feel for her as well. And particularly when you're trying to, you know, you know, expand your family. So we wish her well. Soccer, an astonishing moment. Now, this is lightening the subject load. <laughs> this is something that I think you would be capable of, or Craig Hodges, of course, who's the man behind this podcast, a... Individual carrying not one, not two, not three, not 20, not 30, but 48 beers at a soccer match. Wow. And all those around him were cheering like Ronaldo just popped three in the back of the net. Mate, I don't feel sorry for this bloke at all. 48 beers. I think it was about eight trays he had sort of stacked up and um, and walked up to the um, – I think the soccer team that was playing uh, in the Dutch league thought they were cheering them, but they were definitely cheering him as he, he carried 48 beers up about 15 flights of stairs and uh, didn't spill a drop, Timmy. Yeah, that's a lot of kebabs later that night, isn't it? 48 yep. beers. And I saw the picture. God, it made me laugh. Oh, very funny. Now, a man that actually didn't mind a nail. Um, uh, did he ever get into the Midoris, Richard Chiqui? Um I remember going to Fiji with him once on some uh, the cricket trip and uh, Cheeks – 
He was drinking something. It might have been a pina colada. I'm not quite sure. <laughs> it might have been a jug of illusion. I think Chief used to like it. Illusion. I knew it had a colour to it. And you'd spew up a, the, the green vomit next day. It looked oh. like you, you swallowed the Hulk. But um, no, Cheeks, got, Cheeks you, was... you, you have taken that one step too far. <laughs> but Cheeks was playing up in Northern England. And um, in cricket, when you inside edge a ball, it's called a, um, a French cut. Um, but... Cheeks didn't know, being from Chinese descent, that up in um, northern England, if you inside edge the ball, it's called a Chinese cut. And Cheeks actually played that shot, inside edge the ball of this um, Yorkshire man, and he said that Cheeks, bloody Chinese cut. Cheeks said, what did you say, mate? He said, bloody Chinese cut. <laughs> Cheeks <laughs> thought he was calling him a Chinese, you know what? Yeah, exactly. And Cheeks took off his gloves and wanted to fight. He goes, no, no, then he explained it was, a, it was a Chinese cut. So uh, the gloves were put back on and they had a beer after, but... Uh, yeah, very, very funny. Lost in translation, as they say, Timmy. Oh, he's one of the great men, isn't he? He is, mate. Hey? He smiles and the world smiles with him. I still get uh, chills down my spine when I hear Richard's name because his older brother, Michael, took me apart one day. At, um, <laughs> at It was a Danny Shield match, and I was just bowling these gentle outswingers. And I tell you what, he was cracking them to the boundary. He could play as well. I know he never went to the New South Wales level, but a very good first-grade cricketer. No, they're very, very, and a great family, Mum Elizabeth, and um, uh, they're really good, and uh, Cheeks is one of our great mates, and a great front man. We call him the Chinese Mick Jagger of Six and Out. Yeah, of course, the Chinese book. <laughs> That's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors in Main Hair Care. That's M-A-N-E, mainhaircare.com. And on the subject of some kind of fantastic, our producer, Mr. Dan McHugh, will be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. See you then, guys. Take care.